0: Donald Trump has repeatedly clashed with the judge overseeing his civil fraud trial in New York. The former U.S. president was warned to answer the questions put to him and not to treat his court appearance like a political rally. Well, the judge even instructed Mr. Trump's lawyers to control their client. Well, as he walked into court, the former president dismissed the case as ridiculous. He said it amounted to election interference and political warfare. Well, Mr. Trump and two of his sons are accused of fraudulently inflating the value of assets owned by the Trump Organization by billions of dollars. This is what he had to say as he arrived at the courthouse. It's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is for third world countries. And it's very unfair. It's very unfair. But in the meantime, the people of the country understand it. They see it. And they don't like it. They don't like it. Because it's, uh, Political warfare, as you would call it, or political lawfare, another name. i got a lot of names for it. But usually it takes place in third world countries, and banana republics. Uh, nobody's ever seen that. To this extent, we've never seen it here. Uh, but we will go along, and we will hopefully uh, do very well in every regard. We'll win the election, and we'll make America great again. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make America great again. Well, there you have it, former President Trump saying we're going to win the election. We're going to make America great again. But will he? Let's cross live now to John McHenry, Republican pollster and vice president of the North Star Opinion Research. Thank you so much for joining us here on BBC News, John. Uh, What do you make of everything that's happened uh, to uh, President Biden and how it affects the polls for him? What have you been seeing?
1: Uh, it's it's really interesting seeing this sort of interaction between former President Trump and his legal troubles and whether people accept those as legitimate or not. Um, certainly all the Democrats do and probably a majority of independents at this point lean that way. Um, but compared to President Biden and the economy, um, what's going on there, people here are still very concerned about inflation, very concerned about the economy overall. And that balance seems to be tipping in President uh, Trump's favor at this point
0: I mean how good or bad is it to, to be kept in the public eye in this way do you think?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's interesting I think President Trump uh, former President Trump probably benefits a little bit from having not been in the public eye the last several months. Um, people in the US have sort of forgotten what it's like to wake up and read about his latest tweet in the uh, in the morning newspaper or on the w- whatever website they choose. Um, To be seen in this way, if he can sort of keep himself under control, and it sounds like it's a a touch-and-go situation in the courtroom at this point. Um, But I think people, if they can see him being calm, that's probably to his benefit, even if he's being charged with uh, inflating his network.
0: Let's talk about the Israel-Gaza conflict and how that is playing out in terms of polls. What do people make of how President Biden has dealt with things so far?
1: IT'S INTERESTING BECAUSE REALLY HIS POSITION ON THIS IS PROBABLY A LOT CLOSER TO MOST REPUBLICANS' POSITION, WHICH IS THAT ISRAEL HAS BEEN OUR longtime ALLY AND THAT WE WOULD STAND WITH HER. Um, THE DEMOCRATS, ESPECIALLY THE DEMOCRATS WHO ARE MORE LIKELY TO BE ACTIVISTS, MORE LIKELY TO GO OUT AND PROTEST, ARE NOT HAPPY WITH WHAT THE BIDEN ADMINISTRATION IS DOING IN SUPPORTING ISRAEL. You can start to see that come through in some of the numbers. Um, You look at a state like Michigan, where President Trump, former President Trump, now has a lead over President Biden. Some of that is probably because of a lack of support amongst the Muslim voters in the Detroit area, where they don't like what the administration is doing right now.
0: Uh, Talk to me a little bit about um, President Trump, because I think he called Hezbollah smart, didn't he? How's that played out?
1: He did. (laughs) That's actually, it's interesting. That's the one time where you started to see some of his Republican challengers in the primary start to take issue with the president in a real way, where you saw Nikki Haley, and especially Ron DeSantis, who's generally been pretty, um, pretty forgiving towards former President Trump. That's the first time he said, look, we don't call terrorist organizations smart. And that's the first time that you could see a little bit of daylight between President Trump and his base.
0: And finally, you talked very briefly about the Muslim vote. How important is that, though, to President Biden?
1: It's, on the national level, probably not overly important. But if you look at some sort of inner city areas, I mentioned Detroit and Michigan. If you look at some other swing states, maybe a little bit in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, where if he loses, say, a percentage point, that could spell the difference between winning that state or losing that state and in turn winning or losing the presidency.
0: Okay, well, listen, it's so good to talk to you. John McHenry, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on BBC News.